Watch ye, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of the sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. First psalm is Psalm 102, beginning at verse 15, page 465. The nation shall fear thy name, O Lord, and all the kings of the earth thy majesty. When the Lord shall build up Zion, and when his glory shall appear. When he turneth him unto the prayer of the poor destitute, and despiseth not their desire. This shall be written for those that come after, and the people which shall be born shall praise the Lord. For he hath looked down from his sanctuary, out of the heaven did the Lord behold the earth. That he might hear the mournings of such as are, as are in captivity, and deliver them that are appointed unto death that they may declare the name of the Lord in Zion and worship at Jerusalem. When the peoples are gathered together and the kingdoms also to serve the Lord. He brought down my strength in my journey and shortened my days. But I said, <clears throat> O my God, take me not away in the midst of mine age, as for thy years they endure throughout all generations. Thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They shall perish, <clears throat> but thou shalt endure. They all shall wax old as doth a garment. 
and as a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. <clears throat> the children of thy servant shall continue, and their seed shall stand fast in thy sight. Psalm 117, page 487. O oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye peoples. For his merciful kindness is ever more and more toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 49th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Listen, O coastlands, to me, and take heed, you peoples, from afar. The Lord has called me from the womb. From the matrix of my mother he has made mention of my name, and he has made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand he has hidden me, and made me a polished shaft. In his quiver he has hidden me. And he said to me, You are my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be glorified. Then I said, I have labored in vain, I have spent my strength for nothing and in vain. Yet surely my just reward is with the Lord, and my work with the Lord. And now the Lord says, Who formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him, so that Israel is gathered to him. For I shall be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, and my God shall be my strength. Indeed, he says, It is too small a, th it is too small a thing that you should be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob, and to restore the preserved ones of Israel. I will also give you as a light to the Gentiles, that you should be my salvation to the ends of the earth. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the first epistle of Paul to the Corinthians. Let a man so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that one be found faithful, but with me it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by a human court. In fact, I do not even judge myself, for I know I have nothing against myself, yet I am not justified by this, but he who judges me is the Lord. Therefore judge nothing before the time, until the Lord comes, who will both bring to light the hidden things of darkness and reveal the counsels of the heart. Then each one's praise will come from God. Now these things, brethren, I have figuratively transferred to myself and Apollos for your sakes, that you may learn in us not to think beyond what is written, 
that none of you may be puffed up on behalf of one against the other. For who makes you different from another? And what do you have that you did not receive? Now if you did indeed receive it, why do you boast as if you had not received it? You are already full, you are already rich, you have reigned as kings without us, and indeed I could wish you did reign, that we also might reign with you. For I think that God has displayed us, the apostles, last, as men con condemned to death. For we have been made a spectacle to the world, both to angels and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are distinguished, but we are dishonored. For the present hour we both hunger and thirst. We are poorly clothed and beaten and homeless, and we labor, working with our own hands. Being reviled, we bless. Being persecuted, we endure. Being defamed, we entreat. We have been made as the filth of the world, the offscouring of all things until now. I do not write these things to shame you, but as my beloved children I warn you. For though you might have ten thousand instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. Therefore, I urge you, imitate me. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou, thy servant, depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who didst give such grace unto thy holy apostle St. Andrew, that he readily obeyed the calling of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and followed him without delay, grant unto us all that we, being called by thy holy word, may forthwith give up ourselves obediently to fulfill thy holy commandments, through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace 
that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. Now, in the time of this mortal life, in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. To our first lesson this evening, which is appointed on the eve of the Feast of St. Andrew, comes from Isaiah 49. And this section that we read here, sometimes it's um, categorized, or the, the cutoff verse is um, categorized differently, but it's referred to as the second of four servant songs in Isaiah. And if you've been reading through these chapters, which I know we sometimes get bits and pieces of it, but... Um, if you've been reading through this section of Isaiah, there's been developing in these chapters an increasing sense of Israel's lack of ability to keep the covenant. Um, Israel has failed time and time again. She does not have the ability to keep the requirements, and she does not have the ability to ultimately to be God's true servant, to serve him. And so in response to this, what is kind of the, the focus in these chapters in Isaiah is that there will emerge out of this, there will emerge a true servant, one who will emerge and be the Israel that Israel was always supposed to be. And of course, this is a messianic reference to Jesus, whose mission will first be to Israel, as it says in verse 5, to bring Jacob back so that Israel is gathered to him. And then secondly, to be given, as verse 6 says, as a light to the Gentiles, that you should be my salvation to the ends of the earth. But interestingly, what also then becomes um, or starts to emerge as this kind of language of a servant um, who will fulfill Israel's role. What emerges with that is this whole idea then that the servant will be a suffering servant. So this um, restoration of Israel, the restoration of the Gentiles will not come through the means that Israel might have expected at the time. It will not come through triumphant means. Even in verse 7 here, we see that the servant will be, quote, despised by man and abhorred by the nations. Indeed, this really actually will be a suffering servant, uh, which speaks then to the great mystery of our redemption, and that is that redemption, that glory only comes through suffering. And Paul in 1 Corinthians sees himself precisely as a minister of this mystery. So he sees himself as a steward and a servant of this mystery of redemption. And Paul's then, or he has been given this responsibility, so in the same way the language here of being a, a steward, so in the same way that a master would place a servant to rule then the household, Paul then has been given that responsibility then to be a faithful minister of the mystery of redemption, um, the mystery of how it is that our 
redemption comes through suffering. And Paul then, what we see with Paul is that this is not some abstract theological concept for him. He goes on and he explains how he, through his ministry, through the his appointment as a place amongst the apostles, he actually lives this out. So he, in his life, then bears witness to the reality of what Christ did on the cross. So he is, he uses this language, we, you know, endure through all these sufferings as a public spectacle. So in the same way that Christ then was crucified and murdered in a public way, so Paul then sees that very thing working itself out in his very life. And then he sees that what he, um, his response then to the sufferings, as he says, is the same response of Christ. So again, the point here, um, maybe this is redundant at this point, the point is that this is not just an abstract theological concept, but it's actually working itself out in Paul's life. And the th very thing that enables Paul to do this, to endure through the sufferings that he's speaking of, to bless when he is cursed, to not revile when he is reviled, is this idea that he speaks to in the beginning, that God, in his due time, will judge all things. The Paul encourages others not to judge until the appropriate time. He even says that he declines judging himself. He says, I have an opinion about myself, but God is the one who will judge all things. And it's that conviction, that belief that God will judge all things in righteousness is what enables us then to bear out and to live out the gospel in the way that Paul has um, enduring through his sufferings. We'll continue now with our intercession on page 590. Take a second and call to mind those you're praying for. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, and minister to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thanks, everyone. Hope you have a good night. Thank you, Father Kevin. Have a good night, everybody.